Welcome to season four of the podcast, Talking Journeys of Belonging to Blackness, with your host, India Lorik Wilmot. What's up, my good people? It is that time of year again when the groove is slightly transformed and it's time to sit back and unwind. And if you know, that line was in homage to The Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff's 1991 song classic, Summertime. So yes, it's June and we're celebrating. We're celebrating Caribbean American Heritage Month, Pride Month, Juneteenth, and Father's Day. We're hosting cookouts and going to the beach and hanging by the pool because it's the end of school. It is the summertime. And look, we've worked hard these last nine or 10 months and pushed through. For some of us, we just got by the skin of our teeth. For others, it was a full experience of highs, lows, and everywhere else in between. For me personally, I appreciated the journey. Those of you who've been steady and consistent fans of this podcast, we appreciate you. During our 10-month season, we've had compelling guests that range from two-time Academy Award winners to Black astronauts walking in space to award-winning artists, physician scientists and actors, NAACP winners, and entrepreneurs. We've had Black women authors reminding us about the power of Black love and of self, the love of Black hair, and the love of Black womanhood. So in case you missed it, the summertime is a great time to catch up on this season's episodes. The podcast also grew in listenership too, which I'm like, yay! And we've expanded to over 43 countries worldwide. So keep emailing us with comments and sharing and showing your love and support by subscribing and liking the content because guess what? It means so much. One of the things that I look forward to during this time of year is the ability to really slow down a bit. But honestly, it can be a bit challenging too. So yeah, maybe our work schedules allow for us to have, say, a four-day schedule or some other kind of flex time. I still find that we're still on the same kind of grind. And before we know it, it's Labor Day, Monday, which for those who are outside of the U.S., it's the first Monday in September and it's 8 p.m. and we're left wondering Where did the time go? So as you can guess it in terms of this episode, because audiences actually enjoy when I'm on the mic dropping some gems during my occasional special topics, I'm here to oblige you that this is what this episode is all about. So dear listeners, the topic for this season four finale is called Summertime Rest, Refresh, and Reimagining. So without further ado, let's get into it. Right about now. Act one, call to adventure. This is a breakdown. Allow me to break down summertime rest and what I mean by that. So the summer season signifies leisure simply because everything seems to slow down. And the season's typically described or framed as this time where we have steamy and record-breaking temperatures or tropical-like humidity and rains, depending on where you reside in the world. And particularly if you're a person like myself who has curly hair, it means a lot when it's the season. But either way, the fast-paced hustle is simply doing too much. 
And then you have colleagues taking vacation and having to rearrange their schedules to accommodate their various caretaking responsibilities, whether they're having to work around school vacations or caring for elders or other family members. And listen, if you are able to afford taking vacations, who wouldn't want to be basking somewhere in the sun and sand with the cool breezes and the bottomless umbrella-laden drinks? Or perhaps even venturing off on some other type of adventure, exploring natural beauty and connecting with folks, especially if that's your jam. Yes, the summer season may encourage us to live a leisure lifestyle where play and recreation becomes more of a priority than the obligations of work. Yet what ends up happening is that we spend much of our time grinding it out to save up or plan for these eight weeks of leisure, right? So it's that hashtag work hard, play hard way. And from my vantage point, I see it as that it becomes a cycle where you function at almost this near burnout state and then you go frolic and then you repeat. And so this cycle or a loop cannot be good for us in the long term. Recently, I've been engaged in the very popular book called Rest is Resistance, a Manifesto by Trisha Hersey, who's a theologian, a writer, activist, and founder of the global movement called The Nat Ministry. And if you haven't read the book yet, I strongly encourage you to go out and buy a copy for yourself and read it. I just want to put it out there. I'm a big proponent of manifestation. So I'm manifesting that one day I will have Tisha Hersey be a guest on this show. But anyway, I digress. So in the book, Trisha Hersey frames this cycle that I described and she calls it grind culture. And she's saying that the grind culture is a direct product of our white supremacist capitalist culture that explicitly tells us that our individual worth is directly connected to what we produce and how much we produce. So that if we don't perform and produce at a machine level pace, then we're lazy, unproductive, and undeserving of benefits that would be rewarded for hard work. And those rewards are often in the form of conspicuous consumption. Again, leisure lifestyle. Chisha Hersey also makes this point specifically applicable for people of color who for centuries have toiled in this highly exploitative system as both the product and producer, all the while being dehumanized in the process. It's like the system rewards us by telling us to continue to strive for material capital, all the while it slowly makes every effort to take our soul. The irony is that we are all conditioned to subscribe to this inhumane system in ways, even though our minds and bodies tell us it's one, unrealistic, and then two, unsustainable. But it also should deeply resonate with black and brown communities, particularly since we are forced to also subscribe to the ethos that we have to work three times as hard just to be viewed as twice as good because of the racialized scrutiny we receive from our employers and colleagues when our performance is oftentimes compared to whites and other groups of color. So what happens? Well, from my vantage point, I say that, you know, we don't complain or rise up against the machine. What do we do? We keep our heads down and keep pushing. And yeah, we may get to have that opportunity to spend a week someplace idyllic, or we get to pay off those bills and loans and buy the car or maybe even a first home, all the while suffering with migraine headaches, high blood pressure, stress and anxiety, weight gain, chronic health conditions, or even cancer, right? So for me, I remember the famous quote that Zora Neale Hurston has said. She's like, look, if you are silent about your pain, they will kill you and say you enjoyed it. 
Now that we are entering the season of summer, when it seems most people tend to be focused on slowing things down, lest invoke the concept of rest and then being able to put into practice. One of the ideas I appreciate from Trisha Hersey's book, Rest is Resistance, is simply that, finding ways to rest from the grind culture of the system. And her thesis is simple. Rest is liberating. It's liberation. Now, it's not about only going someplace to go lay down, as if we're like in preschool and it's nap time right after morning snack, per se, right? It's the concept that we have to make a concerted effort to actually slow down and take the time to rest. She describes rest as not only a physical state to be in, but also a psychological and emotional state where you become tuned into your body, mind, and spirit. So again, as a basic concept, rest is revolutionary since everywhere else we turn to, we're told messages to go, go, and go. So I look to apply this act of resistance against the machine-like pace as happening during the summertime when we are already making attempts to slow down. So in other words, there's no time like the present to be mindful of the ways we can incorporate rest and slow down. So how do we try to implement that? I have an idea. So let's continue on this journey together. Hey folks, enjoying this episode so far? Well, we'd love to hear from you. Reach out on IG at journeysb2b underscore podcast and share your comments about favorite guests or ideas for future episodes. Be sure to subscribe and like the show wherever you listen to podcasts. We're aiming for that five-star rating. Now back to the episode. Be what you want to see. Act two, the road. As I mentioned earlier, summertime offers us the opportunity to slow down. I also appreciate that when you slow down or be in the space of being still, you are more able to experience revelations. So when it comes to rest, it is not only the ability to have your body literally be still and present in the moment, or I I don't know, just basically go sleep, but rest itself as a meditative space for both mental and emotional reflection. So speaking for myself, that's a really hard thing to do. With technology beckoning for all of our attention, whether it's every email that we're getting or that IG reel that it's like, oh gosh, that's hilarious. Let me share this with all my friends. It's hard to turn down the external noise that's constantly in our minds about all the things we can be doing, should be doing, and are not doing. Or perhaps it's the demands of others, family members, friends, colleagues, other external commitments and activities that we're engaged in, whether it's through sororities, through our community service, through our social justice activities, our volunteerism, all these other things that puts us in the psychological state that compounds our ability to be still and reflect. But why is that? Well, y'all, I've been reading and I've also read this book called Set Boundaries, Find Peace, A Guide to Reclaiming Yourself. And it's by New York Times bestseller author and therapist, Nedra Glover Tawab. And it got me thinking about boundaries. And why is it hard to be still or rest or find the time to slow down and just be? 
Well, this grind culture of cycles and loops and conspicuous consumption bleeds into all aspects of our lives. There are no bounds for how pervasive it is. Its insidious nature crowds our waking and sleeping minds to the point some of us have a hard time sleeping at night, waking up in cold sweats or even having night terrors. So many of my girlfriends, who are also women of color, are high achievers. And quite frankly, we are feeling the taxation and toll of the white supremacist capitalist culture has on us. They have shared with me their desire to go lay down somewhere because they are mentally feeling the stress and pressure. And their bodies are telling them, if you don't slow down, I will force you to go sit down somewhere. But as I read Set Boundaries, Find Peace, I realized that for myself and even for my girlfriends too, we do not have clear, consistent boundaries set that regulate the impact the grind culture has in our lives. Instead, what we do is that we try to carve out personal time or vacation time or leisure time around the grind culture as if this loop has any slack to accept the no's to pressures and the yes to self, right? As opposed to the other way around. We have to really operate with intentionality in terms of how we can achieve the goal of refresh through being still when we devise our boundaries, however form they take. So only you, only me as individuals get to decide what that really looks like for us. It is in the moment of being still do we create a mind space that allows for our thoughts and feelings to merge and be present, where we can think about the possibilities of what can be and how we can go about accomplishing it. As a creative, I desperately need this space. As a human being and a woman of color, my ability to survive and thrive depends on having this space. So during the season of summertime rest, my journey toward refreshment means identifying where I might need to establish boundaries in order to be able to thrive mentally, emotionally, and physically when the summer season shifts towards the fall and then to winter, to spring, and so forth. Boundaries that are firm and won't falter in circumstances where fear resides and fuels the grind culture. And so in those moments could be times of emotional manipulation, moments of insecurity and doubt, moments of loss and trauma, moments when others tell you lies like you're not enough in order to get you to work harder, faster, and longer. So I do realize, however, that Talking about summertime rest and refresh may come across to some people as a highly privileged concept reserved only for those who have economic means, like in another book called Eat, Pray, Love, which came out a couple of years ago. But I beg to differ. In my mind, time is an equalizer. And so just bear with me for one moment. It doesn't matter your circumstances per se, because I believe that there is a precise time we come into being and there will be a precise time we will all transition. It is our circumstance that will shape and inform the quality of our lives. And so even when I think about my freeborn or immigrant or even my enslaved ancestors whose circumstances often dictated the boundaries of their personhood and their ability to exercise autonomy, I know in my heart that even for a fleeting five minutes, they were able to carve a moment that was their own. A moment of refreshment that gave them hope, that gave them joy, that allowed for a moment of reflection, of peace to find solutions to problems, or even to envision the positive possibilities that lie ahead. A moment to dream. I would think that we all yearn for those moments and opportunities more frequently. So why not let that moment be now?
Get it Act three. Where we land. Like you out there, I have many goals I hope to achieve this summer. Like spend more quality time with family and friends. Because one of the things COVID has taught us, no one is promised tomorrow. And there is no better time than the present to spend time with those you love. Okay, maybe like, but you get my point. I might even take time to travel or spend more time outdoors, walking, swimming, and simply breathing deeply. But importantly, for me to be able to develop practices of care. In moments of rest and refreshment, I look forward to establishing and testing boundaries that will allow me more frequent opportunities to be still, to rest, to reflect and meditate, and even to reimagine. Isn't that powerful? Having the time and space to reimagine. Reimagine how I want to live a life filled with even more joy and happiness. To reimagine how I approach the work I do, the research and books I write. Reimagine the direction that I even want to take this podcast. Reimagine all the ways I want to show up authentically in the various public and private spaces I traverse daily. Finding ways to maybe even answer questions like, What innovative ways can this podcast and my other works continue to celebrate Blackness on a local and global scale and support our diasporic community needs? Or like, what are the sustainable practices I can engage in and support people of the diaspora and of the planet as a whole, right? Or even, what does it mean to tell these kinds of stories for the masses? And when I talk about reimagining, I'm not talking about reinvention. I'm talking about rethinking about what serves and no longer serves me in ways that are edifying, amplifying, and even satisfying, and then coming up with new ways and practices that does all the things. I don't know about you, but the thought of reimagining all these things has made me eager to kick off the season. How about you? Well, be sure to stay in touch and stay tuned for season five of this podcast, which premieres Market calendars, folks. September the 19th, 2023. And it's available across all podcast platforms. I can't wait for you to listen to all the ways this summertime rest, refresh, and reimagine shows up in this program. Peace, blessings, and have a happy summer. The journey isn't over, but this episode is. To catch the latest, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram at journeysb2b underscore podcast. Thanks for listening.